This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Glad to be with you this morning. Coming up this hour, in honor of Women's History Month, we're going to learn about the legacy of a Chicagoan who was affectionately called the mother of the environmental justice movement. And in otter news, river otters, the adorable aquatic mammals, are making a comeback in Chicago. We're going to talk with the scientists who are tracking their return. The first violent crime along the CTA's bus and train lines is up 17% year over year. And the agency is taking action. The CTA is partnering with the city and police department to add officers and guards throughout the transit system. Now, in a few minutes, we're going to check in with a spokesperson from the agency. But first, joining us now is Eric Dixon. He's the president of the Amalgamated Transit Workers Union, Local 308, which represents rail operators. Hi, Eric. Welcome to Reset. Good morning, Sasha. How are you? Doing well, Eric. Thanks for making the time. Uh, the CTA says unarmed security guards are going to be patrolling buses and trains, and CPD officers will step up their presence in the stations along the red and blue lines, as well as some other stops. Uh, what do you make of those steps to address crime? Well, first of all, I mean, I went to the mayor last year asking for more presence on trains and buses to stop and try to halt a little and deter some of the crime that's happening on the CTA. Um, last year, she did give me some policing, some extra police officers around 75 around September. And I mean, I commend her, you know, and giving out more officers now on the trains and buses. But I feel like, you know what I'm saying, there still should be other things, other measures put in place to help deter some of the things that's happening. But like I said, I've, I've asked for more help. She's given a little more help. So, mm-hmm. you know, I commend her on that, you know what I'm saying, stepping up and trying to put other things in place. So you mentioned more presence on trains and buses, and, and you want uh, the more options here. What are you calling for specifically? I mean, the more options that I had asked for in the in the past was bringing back our own policing to the CTA to help deter a lot of the things that's happening. We had our own policing here at one point that, Mayor Byrne got rid of back in 1980, 81 in that area. And, you know, you have other cities that have their own transit policing. And I think that would help a lot more than some of the things that's being done. Like I said, I commend on putting more officers out here, more presence out here. But I just feel, you know, I think it would be a lot better if we had our own policing as opposed to unarmed security guards and things of that nature. I think, you know, those some steps that could be made and helped out a little bit better. You've been with the CTA for 35 years. So talk to us about what you've noticed about crime over the decades and the CTA and the city's response overall. Uh, Well, when I first started here, um, well, crime wasn't bad back then. You know, you still had, you know, a few things happening here and there, but the crime was not that bad. So, Seeing that the city is out of control now and it's trickled over to the CTA, I just think we got to put better measurements in place to make sure that people are safe coming to work, people are safe riding the trains and buses, and, you know what I'm saying, overall as a whole, everybody feels, you know, hey, my ride is pleasant, you know what I'm saying, me coming to work is pleasant. I just think those things should be looked at. Well, what concerns are you hearing, though, from your union members and from CTA workers? I mean, once again, a lot of our members don't feel safe, you know, and then, you know, some of the riding public, you hear them. And like I said, once again, 
I see the measurement based on what they put out yesterday. They're trying to put it in place, and I did ask the mayor to put some things in place before, and he has stepped up to try to put some things in place. I'm asking for something outside of that to just say, you know, make sure that my members feel safe coming to work, you know, because I want my members to be able to come to work and go home the same way they came. And so not just for my members, but the riding public as well, and the presence of policing someone out here deters the individuals from doing some of the things they may want to do. I just don't think like the security guard, the unarmed security guards works. I mean, I look at the security guards that we have here now, and a lot of them are younger adults whom they don't pose, you know what I'm saying, make a difference to me to individuals that want to do something on the CTA. And and just to get into specifics, I know, um, there have been times, you know, when when bus drivers and, and train conductors, they, they've really found themselves in the middle of some very difficult situations, Eric, right? When you talk about safety. I know Tuesday a man was shot and left in critical condition on a CTA red line train at, at the 63rd Street stop. Is that right? Yes. Yes, that happened the other day. Um, now, that had nothing to do with, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't stop. Uh, individuals sometimes from doing what they're going to do. But once again, that goes back to me saying that we had a presence around a little bit more, it may deter that, you know what I'm saying, situation from happening. Right. I've also asked for conductors to be put back on the train. I get it. Um, You know, the conductors are not armed or anything of that nature. But for years, when we had conductors back in the day, they 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 said as a deterrent to people doing things on the train because they knew that other eye besides the person operating the train was there. And when you had that other person there, you know, you had a lot of people that got on the trains back in the day. They would get on a car with the conductor just so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, nothing happened. They felt safe because that conductor was there. They had a radio. They can contact our command center for, you know, police help, things of that nature. And those are the things that I've asked for to be put in place to make it safer, not just for the riding public, but overall as a whole. Yeah. So before I let you go, Eric, your plans then on on reaching out to the CTA or the city to have further talks about protections? I mean, yes, I'm going to continue my plight to talk to the mayor, to talk to the governor, to see if we can get some things put in place. I mean, Sasha, what I don't want, and I'm quite sure don't no one wants the mayor nor the president of the CTA. I don't want to see one of my members get, you know what I'm saying, to get to the point where one of them get hurt out here, something serious. And that's what I'm trying to avoid by speaking out, saying, hey, we need more presence out here to, 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 to deter individuals from doing the things that they may want to do. That's Eric Dixon, president of the Amalgamated Transit Workers Union Local 308, which represents rail operators. And we are talking about new safety measures to combat crime on the CTA. Eric, thanks for joining us today. No problem, Sasha. Thank you. Let's turn now to CTA spokesperson Brian Steele for an update from the transit system. Hi, Brian. Welcome back to Reset. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You've been listening along, Brian. I want to hear your thoughts about what we just heard from Eric. He's very concerned about the safety of his members. 
I, first, if I may, I think it's really important to just remind everybody uh, how great uh, the CTA employees have been throughout the entire pandemic. Uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Men and women who have been running CTA trains and buses and doing all the maintenance and cleaning are really the unsung heroes. They've worked extremely hard to keep uh, central transit services running. Uh, I, we share uh, Mr. Dixon's uh, complete desire to provide uh, the, the safest and most comfortable environment uh, possible on the CTA. It's something that we constantly work toward uh, in conjunction with the union. And as we announced yesterday, uh, we're putting even more resources toward that. Uh, you know, Mr. Dixon a couple of times mentioned the presence of uh, people on the CTA. Agree mm -hmm. 100%. And that's actually a lot of what yesterday's announcement is about. In addition to the CTA more than doubling its security guard presence, the Chicago Police Department has also committed uh, officers from its Bureau of Counterterrorism unit uh, that will be assigned primarily to the red and blue lines, but also throughout the system. Uh, so we're really putting a lot more resources in place uh, to address uh, what really has been pretty much a recent uptick in crime. I, I think it's important to keep uh, crime, overall crime, in, in perspective on the CTA. You know, we're, yeah. we're a big system. Even though we've seen a big drop in ridership, we are carrying uh, 800,000 people a day, uh, and overall the crime rate really is low. Uh, actually, the overall crime rate last year dropped by about 11%. However, as Mr. Dixon noted, we have seen an uptick in violent crime, and that's due to another, excuse me, a number of uh, societal issues, and that's what we're really trying to focus right. on. So we've got more police, more security guards, we have a comprehensive security guard system, and we also have uh, our customer service assistants that are stationed at every station uh, that mm -hmm. can serve as eyes and ears. So, Brian, any interest then in, in reestablishing that disbanded CTA police unit? Well, as Mr. Dixon noted, CTA hasn't had its own police force uh, since the early 1980s, so it's been 40 years since we've had a police department. And there are other large transit agencies in the country that don't have police departments. Uh, Los Angeles is, is one example. One thing that I will note is there already is a police force that is focused on the CTA, and that is the Chicago Police Department's Public Transportation Unit. A lot of people might not be aware, but CPD has an entire unit focused solely on CTA, uh, uniformed and uh, plainclothes officers that are deployed throughout the system on a daily basis, mm -hmm. and they also have a strategic command center uh, that uh, really helps expedite the review of video, can coordinate targeted missions to focus on things like pickpockets or thefts. Uh, so there really is a large police contingent already in place, and as was announced yesterday, there'll be even more officers focused on it. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, CTA's Board of Directors uh, approved the two new contracts for unarmed, uniformed security guards to patrol trains and buses. Now, these guards, Brian, they're going to be trained in de-escalation to uh, address rider misconduct. Can you just remind us what the CDA's code of conduct is? Sure. Well, the uh, CTA's rules of conduct are similar to those you'll find at any other major transit agency. Things like no smoking, no littering, no loud radio playing, no taking up more than one seat. Really, uh, we kind of consider them the quality of life issues uh, on the CTA. And we really feel that those are important to focus on. One thing that we do hear from our customers is, yeah, somebody's playing a, a 
playing their mobile phone loud. They're playing music. They're talking loudly. They're smoking. We've seen an uptick in smoking on trains uh, in particular. So we really want to address those issues, but do so uh, in hopefully a, a cooperative way. Uh, our security guards will be trained in the conflict resolution and de-escalation techniques, as they are now. So the engagements that we want to have, we want them to have with customers, um, you know, will hopefully be friendly ones, reminding them of the rules, you know, yeah. pointing out that you know, smoke in particular is something that, that impacts the entire rail car. So we really want to focus on those quality of life issues because we, we, we believe that that will help uh, the overall environment of the CTA and will will also uh, hopefully help uh, uh, bring yeah. down some of the other crimes that we've seen on the system. Let's talk about the latest on ridership. What do those numbers look like right now, Brian, and do you expect to see an increase as these gas prices go up? Uh, we do. Uh, CTA ridership actually almost doubled in 2021. We started uh, January at about 400,000 riders, and we ended the year at about 800,000 riders. So far in January and February, we have seen big ridership jumps. Now, we typically do see ridership jumps as the uh, winter starts to, starts to subside a little, however, not quickly enough. Um, so we don't know how much of the ridership increase is attributable to gas prices, uh, but we do know one thing for sure. For the price of a gallon of gas, you can ride on the CTA for an entire day. Uh, one of the things we did last year was make permanent um, some of the uh, price reductions on our unlimited ride passes. So a customer can get unlimited rides for an entire day for $5. Um, so CTA still remains a great, great value, uh, and we do anticipate that more and more people, particularly in light of the high gas prices, are yeah. going to uh, start returning to CTA, and also as offices uh, and summer activities uh, ramp up, uh, we do anticipate trains and buses will start becoming more crowded. Before I let you go, Brian, it's it's now been more than a week since the city and state lifted the indoor mask mandate. What's the latest on CTA's pandemic strategy? Yeah. Well, the CTA, like all other transit agencies and transportation entities in the country, follow the federal guidelines of the uh, TSA. Uh, just before we got on this call, the TSA uh, put out news saying they are extending the mask mandate on transportation entities through mid-April. Uh, so the CTA will continue to require masks, and that's per the federal mandate. Uh, everywhere you go on the CTA system, you will see reminders about the mask mandate. And the good news is that the overwhelming majority of our customers have been really good about complying with that mandate. They understand that it's it's a federal requirement and that the CTA is, is following those federal rules. That's CTA spokesperson Brian Steele. Brian, thank you so much. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.